Okay, we're going on the sixth day of staying within just over a 50-point trading range. That doesn't sound like much fun. Hanging out near the lower end of the range. We'll see if the Bulls run with the Procter Gamble report or the Bears run with the Schlum SLB, excuse me, report. Scotch Lady coming on at 8.15 to give his view of the markets. It's Friday. It's pre-market prep. Let's get things started. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I'm bidding a penny. I'd buy that stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. All right. Good morning, traders, investors. Uh, we're starting the day out in the red again here, down 850 at 41.44. You guys know where the major levels are. The buck flat here at 101.56. Bonds trying to catch a bid at 130, up just a few ticks. Crude slipping back into the 70 handle. Hmm. When will we fill that gap uh, from the beginning of April? Gold back under 2K, down 2160, 1997 and a half. Silver remaining in the uh, 25 handle, but down 11 cents at 25,260. And Bitcoin futures, Bitcoin, that's down $35 at 28,060. It's Friday, Triple D. And uh, I guess we got to look at Apple here today. And, uh, that is leading the charge here on the downside. Yeah, options expiration as well. So you're going to see some movement here. First of all, I did have, so people were asking, I did have my angiogram yesterday, went well. Found a few little hiccups. They've got me on some different medication there. So, but didn't have to get a stent, which I was kind of happy about there. So all is well. The only problem with this angiogram is they tell me I can't use my right hand for two days. I am a point-and-click trader, so I am trying to trade with my left hand, and that is very interesting. So, yeah, I'm all bandaged up here because they put the wire through your right wrist there. So I'm not supposed to use this for two days, which I'm almost 24 hours past it now because I had it at 11 o'clock yesterday morning. But we'll see. It's going to be hard not to trade options expiration. Oh, man, left-handed trading. Okay, all right. Let's bring in uh, Mitch. Good morning to you, Mitch, on this uh, on this Friday. Kind of a quiet day here uh, before you uh, before you uh, have a little vacay. Getting yes, out of here. yes. Uh, it's going to be one of those days where um, I have some swing trades on, but going to have to close them probably because it can't I be watching do. them on the cruise. You, uh, know, what I mean? you know why? You close your trades because it's too distracting. You can't enjoy yeah. your family. Exactly. So I've always been one. Again, long-term investments stay on, but the swing trades and the day trades close when you go on vacation. Yeah. So one, you can just get a fresh mind. Even if it's going well, I think regardless, I always close them because then I'm not distracted. The only time I left, I remember to Jamaica, I left all those puts on. And then I was watching the market all the time. You know, that was back right from the COVID crisis hit. And I'm watching the stocks all the time. And I'm like, this is just bad, you know, and, and the wife is never impressed. When you're actually, you know, checking your, you know, your phone every five it minutes. Could, it could be the biggest gain, whatever you they wanted, and impressed. she's gonna look at you. They're not impressed, like, Mitch. Test, test. That was a, yeah. that was a pretty unusual situation, Dennis, and that. Uh, good thing you did go on that trip, but. Uh, yeah, I know. I right. haven't been on one since. I need a vacation <laughs> after this angiogram, though. I tell I'm you. I'm telling that. you. I've been telling you. I'm long the. Uh, uh, the triple day, uh, triple D vacation. Uh, I so need to go on a vacation. Yes, right. yes indeed. Yeah. Apple right, down two sixty four. Yeah, talk to me about Apple. Give me the Apple news. That's big news. Yeah, Dennis, I think you you caught something on from Bloomberg. I already closed it, but yes, Bloomberg is an article reporting the PC shipments. They're seeing weakness there, and that is mm. weighing on Apple here this morning. Um, stock down two dollars and sixty cents. Tech is being weighed on overall. Yeah, tech here. got hit it's, hard yesterday towards it, the close. It is some follow through from a little bit of tech weakness there yesterday. We were quite strong, but then we turned around. 
And yes, to your point, closing quite weak. If we're looking across the board, it's not just Apple. We got Microsoft down almost 1%. We got Meta down 1.25%. Amazon's bucking the trend. There's a headline out of Amazon. So that's bucking the trend. It's actually trading up 1% here this morning. But overall, tech relatively weak. Again, we just continue to chop around here. You know, we were gone for a few days, weak for a few days. Lots of chop sideways market you know we were calling for a sideways market about eight nine weeks ago before this banking crisis started mm-hmm. maybe that's really where we're going to continue to go it's just a sideways market well i mean we, we've had a, a major run right the pullback isn't too bad as long as it's not I going so. down like to like 400 right if yeah. you could just stay up here at the top side of the range that won't be too bad uh but just to give that full disclosure since you mentioned it i am short on meta got short yesterday 21440s I'm going to look to cover today at some point in the open. Nice trade, Mitch. What Um, what top of your setup here? You know, I like the big thing for me is uh, yesterday I started seeing uh, late in the day kind of breakdown. I went to go take lunch at 2 p.m. And you know how that one goes. You take lunch and the market just starts coming down on you. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I came back. I, I, I quickly was trying to be nimble. I had some positions in the green. I just secured that up because I started seeing the spy leaking. Then I started seeing Meta still hanging up towards the upside there. It still hadn't really taken down while NVIDIA was like way lower. I wanted NVIDIA short, but that was that was already too far gone. Um, that would have been chasing. So I saw Meta just break through the VWAP around 225 and gave me a little bit of a bounce there at the 3 o'clock area. And I was actually live while I did this on Start Swing Trade. Uh, so took that there, the 214.40 towards the end of the day. And now nice we're already so far. I got no problem with taking some cover into the bell. And I'm going to look to see. If we All get- these stocks have just rallied so much. They, too. And I mean, they're just hanging. They're I, just and I'm a contrarian at heart. I can't help it. It's just in me. I know Joel is too. He really is. He won't, be- he won't believe it, but he is. He's a contrarian at heart. So I like bucking the trend. I know there's so many trend traders like, why would you do that? Why do you, you know, go against the overall trend? I like turns. I like calling the turns. There's big money made on the turns. So there are some excellent turn traders out there. I mean, on NVIDIA, take it back to this one here, Mitch. Let's do there's it. a huge level, Joel. Holy mackerel. I don't know who the person who was upgraded a couple Wait. days ago, but they may have top ticked it. It was at HSBC. Yeah. They went from sell to buy. It was I, at I HSBC it was. three days ago, and the stock gapped up right to the highs. They may have top ticked NVIDIA. So meaning that they actually turned from bearish to bullish right at the very peak maybe here. But, you know, there's three, four, five highs at 279 to 280 area. Yeah, so right there. Well-defined yep. resistance there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what trading is all about. The setup. It's not about, you know, really opinion or, you know, short-term trading is all about the setup. You got the setup there. NVIDIA's got some major resistance. I like the money, Mitch, trade on Meta. It's come up. You've got some resistance, and they stalled. Now, did they just get, but do these just come in and buy these dips on some stocks? Maybe. But, Maybe. you know, Tesla weighs on the market from yesterday, too. I didn't get a chance to chime in on that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, with Tesla being down as much as it is, um, that was a huge down day for that. That weighs on all the growth names. It weighed on my Palantir position, too, for sure. All the growthy names, the, you know, some of the tech stocks, that, you know, is a little bit of a concern. And they did not buy the dip in Tesla, which is a concern as well. They had a little extra uh, negative catalyst too. I'm not exactly exactly what time that uh, their rocket ship exploded or their their um, was that after the open. No, it was right. The, yeah, I know. So they had the yeah, double whammy. I mean, obviously it, that's SpaceX, but you know they when they're yeah. punishing Musk, they like to really punish Musk. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I thought it, I thought it was supposed to explode. I don't know. Everyone told me it was supposed to explode. Oh, really? I don't even know, I don't man. Know. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. That's a little bit of, above my pay grade. You guys love to say that one. I like to bring that one into that one. But yes, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all above my pay grade. Yeah, that's SpaceX. That's engineering stuff. That, that's too much for me. You, you think we're gonna it. fill the gap down here? I mean, it had yeah, yeah the one fifty. No, well, oh, Meta. Oh, that Meta thing. That's just been hanging up here, man. This has just been. Hanging so long. Let's look. We're traded down. We're traded it, down to the 210 area. It's going to depend you, on earnings. Like, I mean, yeah. we can look, but everything is going to depend on earnings. I mean, when do we get Meta next week? I think um, it's next we week. Get, I know we get Microsoft on Tuesday. Let me We're getting so many big guns. So, the so far, not so yeah. good with Tesla. That was the first big gun that reported. Out of all the, you know, the mega tech, you know, we'll say Tesla's a technology company with the PE. We'll say it, you know. Um, 
it's the it's it's traded with those stocks. It's the first you know kind of disaster, really. So I mean, what does Apple say? What does Microsoft say? What does Amazon say? Yeah, next week is going to be so say? vital. What uh, Meta, Meta is the twenty sixth. So much information coming out. I'm still trading cautious. Added a couple stocks, but overall, still market neutral here. The market yeah. is market neutral too, as I mentioned at the it top. Is. It's I mean, been the play. 50, 50 handle trading range? This is going into the sixth day? I mean, man. Quiet. I mean, where were the Calm good the old days storm. when we'd have a 50 minute, uh, 50 handle range in like the opening 10 minutes or whatever? Things. The, the Bulls will not stop defending this 4140 area. And I mean, the Bears, I mean, they're kind of making a stand up there every time we get up there, like four. 4175 up to 41 I mean we never really touched 4200 uh but it's these kind of I mean you're just waiting for this market to explode the 9 day average trading range is now down to to 47 so I don't know the if uh if you know this is good for the bulls if we're just quiet here and we don't get slammed right yeah. back down to make a new low for the week I mean it sets up well for the bulls but man it's all about earnings else? though so yep, I all about can't earnings even try to next call week. it ahead of time here. I think you got to stay in the neutral camp until we start seeing those earnings. And then you look under the hood. And there's what happened with AT&T yesterday? <laughs> I, was, I was doing my angiogram, and I was, like, checking during the procedure. Just kidding. I wasn't checking during the procedure. But right after the procedure, I'm like, AT&T down 10%. Just, what, was, what, what happened there? Earnings. They just Holy ran it into guidance. earnings. Yeah, they don't just... like the earnings at AT&T. I never liked AT&T for a long, long time because I said the cord cutting. But, wow, that was a... <laughs> you don't usually see AT&T fall 10%. That's a I shellacking. Mean, it, it, it ran right into it, right? I mean, at least I mean, at least bit. you got a little run into it before. And then you look. Like, I was just looking at charts yesterday because, you know, I'm sitting in the hospital and nothing better to do. So, I'm, like, scrolling through using this the left-hand doctors. I wasn't using the left right hand, hand. Left hand. Left hand. I left hand everything. Right hand stays still. Left hand using everything. Ford, you know, not looking fantastic. GM sitting near the lows. I mean, when Tesla goes down, when Tesla goes down, these go down too. They do too, for sure. But yeah, you know, you even know. GM though, it never really went up. So I mean, you're you're looking like Tesla is still uh, sixty points off the January lows. GM is below the January lows. Yeah. I mean, here's you know the value name, wow. and and I was in Ford for a while there, and I'm in neither of these names now. There's some stuff that's really, really beat up here. I mean, the airlines, too, they tried to rally. The UAL, you know, rallied for a day. And then it starts <laughs> to stall out, too. I think we're just like, you know, every time we want to get bullish, we turn around and go down. Every time we want to get bearish, we turn around and go up. So I'm just, just going to say, I think Still. we continue to go sideways for a bit here. Maybe Apple and Amazon and Google and Microsoft change the narrative. But right now, it's still... And it's been going on for three months, a battle between the bulls and the bears. And we have been going sideways in the S&P for 18 months. Call writers dream market. I want to bring in something here, at least since we just talked more EV. Let's wrap up a news that I think is important, of course, with the lithium names. Uh, SQM today and ALB going down, and it could be affecting more lithium names. As Chile's president, Boric, announced late Thursday that the government will create a 100% state-owned national lithium company. Um, said future lithium concessions will be public-private partnerships. He also added that the government would not terminate existing contracts for SQM and ALB, but seek state participation before the contracts expire. And this was reported overnight by Reuters. So ALB, SQM going down here. And I said it yesterday, when Tesla goes down, I look for these lithium names to go lower. Yeah. And you started seeing a leak yesterday. Yeah. I think with this news, you probably could see the leak continue. And again, the relationships there just play to Mitch's point is you got to respect the relationships. And yes, when Tesla's going down, lithium probably going to be weak. We did see weakness yesterday. Now you get another headline here. ALB not looking good in the charts. I am long this in the long-term portfolio. It is not pretty. It was a bad buy and it continues to be a bad buy. I'm wow. on a little bit of LTHM too. Again, just saying, you know, I think EV in the future is going to be okay, but I mean, these two stocks, you know, continue to leak here too. Um, they they do they are money makers. So these aren't zombie companies. Um, LTHM and ALB both make money. Um, but right now, that stuff is out of favor. Yep. All right. Any comments on the charts, Joel? If not, I'm gonna. Man, I don't know. This ALB is just looking like a, ugly. A, 
trading at the lows of the pre-market session. I, I'll just go to my monthlies here. Huh, we're below the 89 and a quarter low. I mean, you're back at a level that you saw back in May of 2022 at 185. So see if you catch a little bounce here down uh, eight bucks on 43,000 shares. So they're trading it. It's being priced in. That's for sure. Yeah, we'll see if it gets like kind of a 50% discount. It was above 300, maybe around the 150. I'll be looking at ALB, but we'll see what happens there. All right, let's go to PG. Of course, Procter Gamble reporting earnings today. Let's get through some of these earnings reports. Q3 adjusted EPS at $1.37, beat the $1.32 estimate. Sales at $20.07 billion, beat the $19.29 billion estimate. They did raise fiscal year all-in sales outlook, plus or minus 1% versus prior guidance of negative 1%. Organic sales of 6% versus 4%. And then they also reiterated fiscal year EPS growth outlook flat to 4% versus fiscal year 22 EPS of 581 versus a 586 consensus. Um, So we'll see what happens here in Procter Gamble. Nice little up move. And I was actually traded in this one yesterday. I kind of cut it a little bit early because it just felt like it wasn't going anywhere. But definitely a miss for me by selling early well you got one level it's 155 and if you go back and you look at november december january i mean this is where the stock was topping out it's right where we're going to struggle here again there's probably some size up there too meaning there's probably some big orders perched at the at the point which is 155 uh, where have we been? Did we get through a pre-market, Joel? No, we, we didn't. Yet. We didn't. But uh, I, I, you, the major you, resistance up there. Good the yeah. technical analyst, Dennis. Over no, here. Didn't mean, I came back as a technical analyst. This is. Uh, I left as a relationship player that didn't like technicals, and now all I talk is technicals. Everything changed here yeah. from this from this. Procedure. Wow, this one is like staring you in the face. Oh, yeah. I mean, I went to. Uh, I'd even be a little bit lower than that because I'd be out there with like one fifty-four and a half, and the reason is is that. Uh, you had a uh, December high at 154.65, a January high at 154.80. Uh, you had this quiet consolidation here ahead. So I I would I don't know if I would do a lunch bet on it, but I don't even know if this thing can open over 154. I mean, it's got a lot of stock to chew through uh, to get up there, but that's that's a great area, Dennis. You nailed it. We don't need to we don't need to spend any more time on it than that. That's major resistance, and if you're buying this thing off the open, well, good luck to you. Uh, if it goes through 155, it opens up, but I would not want to buy it at 154 and a half, banking on the 155. And sometimes these things turn. The one thing going for it today is well, two things. One, it's options expiration. You can see some big moves, but mm-hmm. two is we're kind of in a risk-off mode, and that's actually good for Procter & Gamble. So that's one reason that it could continue. But And with that being said, that 155 is enormous. Is, is our cow guy there? Well, I'll tell you what, Dennis. You kind of ruined it, but I, I got it for you guys. I was going to say, <laughs> hey, guys, I know there might be one guy that might see the grass is greener oh, on the nice. other side. Oh. Let's get to it. Gotcha lady, a.k.a. the cow guy here, of course. If you guys haven't checked out RFD TV, definitely check it out. Cow guy going hard every single day. Don't miss it. He does some great interviews. How are we doing, Scott? I'm good. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Doing great here. It's good to have you back in. Let's get into this market. And like I said, is the grass greener now? You know, ever since we've seen uh, the inflation numbers trending lower, I really feel like everybody's abandoned all caution and they think uh, it's, it's going to be fine and we're kind of skipping past the graveyard. I, I think uh, the numbers and the metrics that I'm still looking at have still sending me caution signals. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I dug up some details. You know, we have what? A percent of the S&P is above the 200-day moving average. Everybody would say that's probably great, especially the technicians. But one or two months ago, that was 70%. And, you know, it's, let's call it an 8% return so far. But if you equally weight all the S&P stocks, it comes down to three. And then the other thing I'm worried about is about two to two to 3% of the S&P is responsible for about 90% of the returns. Yeah. So we've got a pretty narrow building block here. And, and that to me means, as my football coach would tell me, it's easier to tip your over when your feet are together when they're apart. And I feel like the market's got its feet together right now. 
it's such a difficult market here because part of me thinks like I look at the S&P is like, yeah, it's setting up OK. But then to your point, you look under the hood and you're right. It's been four or five stocks that have really driven the gains. There will be people who argue, well, there's 180 stocks that are up. Yeah, well, there's 250 that are down. Right. So, I mean, this isn't a full on, you know, stock, you know, pick anything that goes up market, not on the U.S. side at all. There is a lot of stocks that are sitting near the lows, the airlines can't seem to get anything going despite UAL reporting fantastic earnings. The automakers are all sitting down near the lows. You've got, you know, a lot of the components of the IWM. The IWM is even far off the lows. You have the banking crisis that we've just had. But then you got technology and the mega caps that are like strong. You have the housing builders that are strong. It's the tale of two markets, Scott. How do you yeah. navigate a market like this? Well, I tell you, I, I have to go to I just, you know, I've been doing it for 36 years. I have to go to the things I understand and and while, while foreclosures are below they were pre-pandemic, you've started to see a real big spike. It's, we, we, our foreclosures first quarter were up 6% over the fourth quarter of last year and up 22% year over year. The, the consumer is not as healthy as I think a lot of people would like to tell you that they are. You've got auto loans that are spiking as well or auto uh, delinquencies that are spiking. So I think the, the consumer is stretched and I think we're on vapors right now. We've got Credit card balances in, in total are over a trillion dollars. That's spiked up. So we're all-time record highs in credit card balances, all-time record lows in savings. Um, we, we, we've we got, uh, what, the housing market's in its own recession. Um, I, I, I think that we, we're probably looking to try to fill a textbook example of a recession going forward. I think it's going to be more like a rolling recession, like whack-a-mole. Some parts of the economy will be in a recession as we roll forward, and some won't. And we'll be kind of in a rolling recession like that for probably about 18 months because there are some parts, like you said, it seems like sometimes it's two-sided, but I don't think it's really two-sided. I just think some things aren't as bad as others. And I'm not trying to borrow trouble. I'm trying to borrow truth. And I, and I just cannot get on board this idea that it's now time to jump in with both feet when I see all these places where – the, the consumer is sucking wind, uh, delinquencies, foreclosures. Um, and I think I'm worried about oil staying above 80 bucks a barrel. I know it's recently come off there, but I mean, if that, that was a big part of why that CPI came down. And if yeah, Scott, that, you know, I wanted, uh, I wanted to bring that point up. It's almost as if the market, like, are you believing those numbers? Are you believing those recent numbers? Because if, we always talk about when the readings are taken. Well, if they took that CPI reading and some of this other data for some of these commodities in early March, um, there's no comparison there. So, uh, are you buying? Are you buying that inflation's really coming in check like that? I I heard someone say they do expect it to be at like two two and a half percent at the end of the year. Do you see no. that? You forecast that? No. No, you're going to have to put people out of work to break the labor problem. Labor's too sticky. Everybody's gotten a raise. Now we've seen inflation come off as far as goods, but, but not services. Uh, you're going to have to see a lot of people go out of business so that you can reset that those labor wages. I mean, you're, you can't fire your kitchen staff. I mean, you can't you can't lower the wage of your kitchen staff without firing and rehiring them first, unfortunately. So with a 3.5% unemployment rate, that's going to have to go to 5%. So unemployment's the last really big shoe to fall. When that does happen, I think we'd probably be more in a stagflationary environment rather than recession. But we're going to have to see some of these stickier things come off because as you go lower in CPI, it gets harder to go lower, right? Because you get that entrenched inflation, which I think we see. Now, also, remember, I know you guys are, I'm old enough to remember my 19% car loan in 1980. But when we had that, we had uh, inflation rear its ugly head again once the Fed thought that they had gotten on top of it, right? And so we've just seen what happened in the UK. They came out with a real hot CPI. So... Yeah. I, I don't I can't buy into this thing that they're going to um, even cut rates by the end of the year. I don't I want to smoke what they're smoking. Yesterday was 420, but they were all there. You can't if you're going for a rate cut by the end of the year, you're go, you're asking for something cataclysmic to happen to this economy. Like, yeah, good news. Good news is we beat, we, you know, we got CPI down to 2 percent. Bad news is we had to kill the economy to do it. That's not a place I don't think anybody wants to go. Is there anything that's recession proof? You talked about a rolling recession. Uh, um, I, know, I don't know. You can't say banks. Maybe you can say some of uh, your, you know, durables. People need like your Procter and Gamble's and, you know, things like that. Brush your yeah. teeth, comb their hair. What is recession proof? Well, you know, if there look, is anything. I, you know, we run my family's money. Um, we have a little small family office. And I tell you what, you know what's really come into play that hasn't come into play since I can remember? And we move some money in. You can get 5% on a six-month treasury. I know somebody that did that. I'm doing it right <laughs> I don't know now. Who's that? 
I got, I got, big. I think almost thirty percent of my portfolio just sitting here. Okay, so 5% I mean, risk free. I don't think good. that's a bad place to hang out. I know, you know, right now that's right where inflation is. So you're breaking even on inflation. Um, and you don't have to worry about it. You get a tax break, and you can wait and see how this market plays out. So you're getting paid to wait. Now, one thing like you, you just mentioned the rolling recessions, right? Well, we've seen kind of the tech seems like it came out of a recession already. Well, what would be the next area that could potentially maybe already have gone through their recession and could get the up move? Ah. Uh. In individual sectors, I, I, I'm, I'm not really, I, I'm not personally willing to just step out for an individual sector right now when I still think that the overall market's going to have another leg lower. I'm not as bad as some of the folks at Morgan Stanley or think that we're going to see new lows, the S&P 3000-ish, but I don't think uh, 3800 is out of the, out of the, out of the uh, question. So I, I'm, I, I'm liking the cash right now. I like 5% right now, and I can, I, I, I need more time to really jump in. I, I that's my, it's a, it's a bad answer. I get it, but I, I, I want to be paid to wait and see what happens. Well, yeah. it's here's important. a question, and it was coming from the chat. And I wanted to throw it to you, but you just kind of answered. Somebody was just asking if you had fifty thousand dollars to throw into the market right now, what would you do? Would you throw it into T bills? Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? you I, I'm going to give you twenty five hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, look, if, if, or at least somewhere where you're going to be able to pull it out quickly and take advantage of a, of a steep sell-off. I mean, you're we're, this isn't over. Um, the market's almost kind of equally weighted right now. I don't. I feel like it's kind of apathetic, uh, and, and I feel like a lot of other folks feel like I do too. So get you know, make sure you're liquid on some of it. Put some away for six months and be ready to pull trigger when it does go down because you're going to get another chance. You will. I think so too. Um, now, what would bring us down, Cowguy? Is it inflation or is it maybe uh, an earnings reports coming next week? Should we be careful about the big boys? Um, I, I think that, uh, yes, the, well, yes, kind of. I, I'm, if you take a look at what we've had, what we've seen happen in our uh, those regionals, you know, lending has fallen off a cliff. We're, we're setting all time records as far as no lending. No lending to real estate, no lending to manufacturing. We are, they stopped lending. They're like turtles. They pulled everything in after what happened to SVB. So they're, they've cut off the oxygen to the economy. So I really think that, you know, you, you could see all of a sudden the world wake up to the fact that we could have a really, uh, you know, a hard recession. I'm not a big Peter Schiff fan, but I liked what he said the other day when he said, we might be lucky if all we have is a recession. Yeah, good old Peter. Uh, so uh, the bank, so these bank earnings, well, you know, the, not too bad so far. Have you no. ever seen a, a major crisis pass so fast here? So got a nice move up in uh, in the J.P. Morgan here. Not really uh, refusing to give it back after the earnings. And the banks are lending. How are they going to make money? Are you at the fader of some of these move, uh, big up moves in uh, the big banks? And the regional no, no, the big banks are going to be the best. Too. Yeah, they're beneficiaries of everybody getting out. Of, you know, they're beneficiaries of everybody getting out of those mid. You know, the mid the, the regionals, uh, but at the same time, they're losing. Like, look at Charles Schwab lost a ton of money to uh, to six months uh, you know, treasuries. Uh, they've, they, you know, there's even the big guys aren't immune to the fact that people want to make some money while they're sitting around. But I, I still think that those regionals not lending. Yeah, you're going to have a bump in the big banks, and I've got some friends that are really bullish the stock market, and they keep throwing that in my face. But when the when the really when that mid that second tier mid level system is not lending any oxygen to the market, I, I think that that's dangerous. I got well, a I got a radio show to do, guys. So I got to jump right you now. Got it. No worries. We'll get you out of here. The Always cow guy, Scott. fast market. You guys keep up with him, of course. RFD TV. Have a good one, Scott. We'll have you back, right, brother. Yeah, have a good weekend. Take care. All right, let's get the back most to the market. Man, we have on this show yes, i mean i'm probably yes. the worst well-dressed man we have on this show so scott's on the other end of the spectrum just even just his car's crazy. dressed up have you seen his car no i know i did it's incredible <laughs> he's got that theme going he knows what he is you know he's what killing this world, it. that's, it's just gotta... about knowing who you are exactly. and scott knows who he is and that's why he conquers life Go love, scott. It. Did, love it did i ever talk to him about being on the floor at the merc oh man i should have got him back i can't believe uh because I remember a guy on the floor that used to wear a coat like that. It was maybe uh, maybe one of his relatives. He looks like he's around my age, though. But uh, 8.30? We don't have an 8.30 number, do we, Mitch? No, we're just kind of quiet. Dennis, right? what? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? No 8.30 number. I've never seen that before. Seems <laughs> Dennis, like we have an 8.30 you... number twice a day. 
We have some like 945 numbers that will be coming in later in the day, but nothing too big. I mean, you will get some stuff to come in. You get manufacturing PMI at 945, so keep your eye on that. See how that comes in. Uh, global services PMI at 945, but nothing right now at 830 at least. Well, unless you want to unless you want to catch Canada core retail sales. Oh man, I <laughs> hey, don't make fun of those Canadians. That's an important number right there. That's, I, I participate in that number. I go rally. to my Canadian tire, Man. my law blahs, and sometimes Walmart. I'm helping those numbers out, those Canadian numbers. I mean, what knocked us down so fast yesterday? Everyone wanted to tell me that it was Fed talk, but I thought it was more of the the news that came out from, I think it was like, uh, what was it The Guardian or? The Telegraph. The, the Telegraph. Telegraph. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, that what was, was that it. News? I, Remember, some of us were. Oh, uh, uh, Dennis was out. He didn't catch that headline there. So the yeah. Telegraph stated that <laughs> pretty much Putin is having oh, yeah. like kind of warships out there, and that they're pretty much spying on the UK oh, to gosh. know exactly where their energy infrastructure is, yeah. so that you know if you know if it came down to world war, they would know exactly. Where to attack? We're setting up for World War Three. What's Who our wrote World War this, III stock? Lockheed I don't Martin. know. We I don't know. Lockheed Martin when World War Three oil and Lockheed Martin when yeah, World War Three yeah. starts. Yeah, Exxon Mobil. <laughs> I told this to Dennis. I talked to him in the afternoon, and um, I said, "Yeah, we were up there. We were near the highs. We started to taper off, but uh, you know, this news came out, and you know, I told him what the news was. He goes, yeah. oh, that's not good." That's not, good. That's, not good. that's not good. We don't want Putin causing more trouble good. around other countries here as well. UK, holy, that sounds scary. Yeah, they were spying. They're spy yeah. ships. Well, they're all spying. We're... Spy balloons, China. We're all being spied on all the time. TikTok yeah. spying on us here, money, Mitch. That's why I say, that like, you, you think your dad is yours. It's everybody else's. It's not wow. yours. Oh, yeah. We're being <laughs> spied right, on. Right now, going. people are spying on this show as well. I can pretty much guarantee <laughs> Oh, Dennis. They want us to shut. Remember we, we started talking about China bad and then the show stopped for a second? Like yeah, we got cut. Off. We got rug cut. They cut us off. Oh, who is like, that? They figured Careful. out a way to just shut us down. I, you never know where those servers are located. Let's yeah. keep it going. They're Let's like, get shut us these guys over. down. They're trash talking us. I'm going to pull us back here. We're going to go to Amazon here. Let's get us in. Or reel you guys in here. Oh, yeah. Real All right. Please. Let's go Good to night. Amazon. Amazon's Whole Food is cutting several hundred corporate jobs as a planned uh, reorganization as the company informed employees on Ooh. Thursday. Now, one thing though, that I did see is this was less than 1% of the global workforce for uh, Whole Foods. So I don't think this is the biggest news, but you can see Amazon. You mentioned cost cutting. What? Mm. Ooh, this is a nice Amazon. Um, yeah. I'm actually back up in this position. It was, I, I uh, like that 100. My wife's, I've always put the crappy ones in her long-term account. So my wife's RSP, I'd originally bought, man, I think around like 111 and then I added more. And never frown average down Joel Alconan style. I think it was like 95. So I think I cost base like 101 on it now. So or 102. So I'm actually back in the green on this Amazon position. Yeah, that's uh that's the leader. Uh leader on the board right now. Uh this is interesting to me. I would have said, man, I would have loved to see this thing going through 105 pair of daily highs right at that order and uh, right at that area. So we hold a 105 bid here. They things open up on the upside here because uh, you came down your next daily high. I don't think we'll see that yet today, 108.78. But man, if this thing establishes a 105 bid here. There's some room on the upside for Amazon up a buck fifty-two, uh, trading right near the pre-market high. I mean, that is by far uh, the the leader here of the top components up a buck fifty-eight. Le leave it to our chat to throw in a little troll action. Did you guys see what they said about Russia? They said, no, "Doesn't no. Russia have Google Maps?" <laughs> oh gosh. That's hilarious. Oh, All right, let's move forward. Let's get over to uh, now. Let's go to Johnson and Johnson news as a federal bankruptcy judge holds roughly 40,000 lawsuits alleging Johnson and Johnson's baby powder and talc product caused cancer. 
so the judge put a temporary hold on the suits that will last through mid-June. Of course, they just kind of did a settlement on yeah, this, this. And this, this is, is still coming from the Wall Street So term. recycled news. Yeah. Yeah, this is still, you know, the settlement is still good. I'm going to sneeze, actually. Talk, Joel. Uh, boy, we're getting this is right back up. Uh, you were hanging at 165, and then I don't know what happened. Something really happened to this thing on uh, what was this? This would be Tuesday. You lost four bucks down to 160. Now you're right back up at this area. I don't know. I think things are gonna thicken up here. 164.29. That's above yesterday's high, but I think there's gonna be a new battleground. Uh, even if you get near 165, I don't know. Just a big pop yeah. off the news before the drop again. Now you, I think you're just getting a second chance here to buy it again or to sell it again. Uh, hands off here on the buy side on the J and J news. Yeah, you're coming in at 165, 166 where it's topped out again. Levels, you know, one thing when you're in a, a range bound market overall is look at your major support and look at your major resistance. Trends are okay, but major support, major resistance is more relevant when you're in a range bound market. And I'm still saying in the US, we're still in range bound overall. Yeah, we'll see what happens in healthcare. I've seen the drug manufacturers, the bigger ones starting to pull back a little bit. One that I have my eye on is Merck, but I'm just keeping an eye on wow, these. I how think is they can Merck? still pull back a little Merck bit. And I should not have sold it ever. Yeah. <laughs> it looks highs, interesting Joel. here. Yeah, it looks interesting here. I like the, the defense too. Right I mean, back Merc above the highs and then right back below it. Look for the real ramp up of volume. If That's the stock, it's, if it, if you believe it's rotation that keeps the indexes up, and if you're going to have trouble with you know, some earnings from some of the big guns, stocks like Merck go up. I mean, it's just defense. You know, they're playing defense. It still gives you a pretty decent dividend yield. It's only two and a half. But I mean, I'd love a pullback in some of these names. You know, I bought Pfizer, but Pfizer and Bristol Myers have both still been out of favor. I was thinking about rebuying some Bristol Myers too. Um, but I mean, Merck, Lilly, even the Biogen has come back up here now. Look at the Biogen move recently here, Joel. And then Lilly, you know, has just been a monster mover. I mean, the good stocks on pullbacks here get bought. The drug stocks, you still got the aging population. You still got, you know, everybody, even if you go into a recession, still needs their drugs. I mean, Merck, Lilly, those are just good companies. Wow, for this uh, this BMY, wow. Keep an eye on this. We're a buck away, but if this thing can ever bust into the 71 handle, look at that. One, two, three, four, five, like six, seven highs right in that area. So major seller. It's a little over a buck away, but that's uh, some major resistance. Uh, Pfizer hasn't caught the same bid as the other one. Struggling here. Got up to 42 back at 40. That's the um, ugliest one of them all. Yeah, and it is. That's an ugly duckling there. And, yeah, Pfizer's um, been ugly for sure. And that's yeah. the COVID. So that's, that's COVID. The, what you're seeing yeah. there. And, you know, my and mistake was to underestimate how much COVID revenue from the, the jab. And if you look BNTX, it's the same chart. Moderna, yeah. BNTX right on the lows. which um, And, and the Moderna has come down here too. I mean, I people just are not getting the jab anymore. Yeah. And that is not good for any of those. And that's why Vaccine, Dennis, weak. not the jab. The vaccine. We can't call vaccine. it the jab anymore. Look at that. It's not called the jab. Insensitive to those I'm that not, take it. I, I'm done. I'm not getting any more shots here <laughs> anymore. So I'm done officially. Yeah, um, that's just how it's going to be for a yeah, while. Yeah, and I think you had, you know, and I was the first one of the first ones to go get it. So, I mean, yep. it's it's now just turned there. There's just going to be a lot of people just not getting, getting it anymore. And this is not good for Pfizer. And it's not good for Moderna. And it's not good for BNTX. Novavax. Did you see where Novavax well, that's, is? That, I, I, on, and I believe, <laughs> Novax, I believe that like Novavax <laughs> is a zero. Yeah, Novavax. So I'm just calling. This is a call I'm making. I believe Novavax will go bankrupt. This is just my opinion. I have no inside information. I know nothing. But, you know, they were too oh, late to man. get it out there. Um, stocks, eight bucks. You got a little short squeeze, you know, recently there. And it does have a high short interest. So it is prone to squeezes. I have no position in it. But I do believe NVAX goes a lot lower in the long run. What was that one with uh, that had with competing Alzheimer went absolutely crazy? Um, it was a it was a drug stock. I can't. Well, it is a drug stock. It supposedly had the uh, oh Sava. Oh, 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah. You are yeah. right. You are right. Yeah. Sava has come down substantially as well from those highs. We were back in twenty twenty one as of one hundred twenty dollars back down to twenty three bucks. So, I mean, and they do have, you know, in the works an Alzheimer's drug. We've got, obviously, Biogen and Lilly, you know, two of the leaders there. Sava, um, 
it's not do, doing nearly as well. Yeah, obviously. it's not doing that well. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it's just tough. Itself. It's tough. It's one of those that I think will now be kind of more binary. At least it's 23 now versus 50 or 100. But yeah, if it ever comes true, probably back up there in, in, the, in the higher range. But if it doesn't, it could be right back down. That's how it is with biotechs. Let's just be honest. It's, it's difficult, especially when you're trying, like you don't have like a, a huge pipeline. That's why we look at the bigger boys, because it's not just one, right? It's a huge pipeline of different drugs that are coming out. Um, let's get out of here. Let's get out of the health. Let's go to Slumburger or Slumber J, whichever way you want to put it. Let's take a look. Q1 adjusted EPS, 63 cents, beats the 60 cent estimate. Sales of 7.74 billion beat the 7.44 billion estimate. They did declare a 25 cent dividend here. What do you think about SLB? I'm still the fan of OXY because of Buffett. I want it back down to 58. I love that. <laughs> I want it was short my them best again. stock of the month by far, I believe, because I traded so much from like the 58 and 60s, and then I had the long-term position in it as well. I mean, OXY, I, if it comes back down to 57, 58, you just know Buffett's buying. I love being on the same size. And so we need another 3 $4 down on OXY, and we start playing that trade again, and it starts working. I mean, that's production. You know, and I go long OXY every night. And then, you know, it seemed to just, you know, keeps popping up, you know, 58 to 60, 58 to 59, 58, you know, just taking it off there. But the 58 levels where I like the OXY, Slumberger, they're all moved together, which is why, you know, I just say, oh, Slumberger, I'd rather own OXY because I got Buffett with me. So same thing. They've, they've rallied, though. They've had some pops. If we go into World War Three, you're going to want to own these oil stocks, though. So on pullbacks yeah. here, I'm a buyer of oil stocks on pullbacks, not on rallies. Uh, real interesting setup here for you SLB traders. Um, I did see a spike down in the uh, off the headline number earlier this morning. Light volume down to fifty one twelve. But look at this. You 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 had to rally up. You, I mean, I, I'll give you four stars on two sides of the market here, and that's a, a very rare feat. Uh, I'll give you a four star at forty two seventy. That's three out of the last four highs. And I'll give you a four star here at uh, 51.50. Uh, that encompasses the last one, two, three, four, five, six lows. So, right there, you got the pop down, defended. The Bulls got it. And see see if you can get up to that 52.70 area. But uh, very well defined levels here in SLB after their Q1 report. Well, we'll see if we get that burger or not. Uh, let's go to HCA Healthcare. Uh, they reported earnings today, and they're up. Uh, Q1 adjusted wow. EPS, $4.93 beat to $3.93. Wow. So a dollar beat on the estimate there. Uh, sales, $15.59 billion beat the $15.27 billion estimate. They re revised fiscal year 23 revenues to $62.5 billion and $64.5 billion from $61.5 billion and a high end of $63.5. Also adjusted their EPS outlook a little bit higher. Uh, they had the high end at $17.60, now the high end at $18.55. Stock making new all-time high. Yeah, yeah, I just noticed that. They're defense, doing defense, defense. I mean, that's what you see in a stock yes. like this, too. There is stocks that just go up, you know, in, you know, troublesome markets or sideways markets. They're playing defense still. I mean, healthcare, gold, you know, you know, being the drivers here still makes me cautious overall in the long-term market because we can say, oh, wow, everything looks great, but it doesn't. Certain sectors look great and certain sectors look like crap. We have a tale of two markets here. Healthcare and gold have been awesome. Well, that's defense. This market is still positioning themselves defensively. Yeah. This is doing a heck of a lot better than uh, the UNH or the Humana. They I mean... pounded that UNH on Elevance. So ELV, um, to Mitch, and Mitch talked about this, Elevance, El, Elevance mm -hmm. Health there reported disappointing numbers. And then they pounded CI and UNH. They pounded too, them, but yeah. They pounded them. So yeah. relationships. All of them. And I, yeah. Unbelievable move there um, for UNH. Um, again, comes right back down to support. Overall here, UNH has been trending higher. But then you start to think like, man, we've come a long ways on UNH. It was 100 bucks in 2016. Now it's 500 bucks. I mean, again, you know, defensive stock. But you're putting it in perspective here. I mean, UNH could get down to like 400. It's still being an uptrend overall. So it's, it's tough to chase these stocks. 
Uh, this ACA uh, blasting to a new all-time high, uh, 290, in the 290 handle, 290, light volume at 291.88. I think I'm just going to go to this uh, previous all-time high, and it is below uh, at 279.02. Uh, so that, I mean, I think if you've been uh, waiting for the all-time high in this one, it's nothing but gravy here. I don't know how high they can take this thing. I would not be touching it on the long side off the open. You're going to have a big gap here, a thinner stock. Um, I don't know. I'd just be palms out on this one. It wouldn't have traded 290 if uh, I had a large institutional position in it. But that's the markets. It's uh, busting out. New all-time high. I'm not chasing. I'll just mention I like to always look at like what is in this industry that could get moving. So I started looking really quickly. One that I'll call out that's very similar, UHS, Universal Health Services here. Also in, me in medical care industry and that's what hca really is it's the medical care of course that works with the health care plan stocks but this uhs doesn't look too bad maybe to fill the daily gap and then maybe move a little higher i'll keep it on watch hey dennis have you seen or mitch have you seen this cardinal health lately cardinal health let's take a look at that that's um, a lot the biggest dog for dog distribution dog. yeah Look at that. Look at the chart on that thing. Holy yeah. mackerel. But if you look 2016, and again, it's all healthcare. They're all a little bit different. Like to Paul's point in the chat, you know, obviously these aren't, you know, um, HA isn't an insurer, but we're all talking healthcare industry. There's separation. Some stocks doing a lot better than other ones. It's been a stock picker's market for a long time. I mean, this Cardinal Health's gone nowhere from 2016. And then you've got stocks like UNH and HCA up five, 400% since 2016. So you're right. This stock has massively underperformed Cardinal Health. You look at that bottom right chart, and then you look at the top, you know, at Teva. Well, that's a pharmaceutical stock, yeah. you know, which hasn't done well either. That's a drug stock. But, I mean, there is separation here. And, you know, we talked about Baxter before too, um, which has just been a disaster as well. You want to see disasters of disasters. BAX, look at this thing. Back to where it was in 2016. I mean, it's a stock picker's market. Some of these stocks are just really underperforming. And that's so, for everything. If you like that Cardinal Health, another chart that I like there, ABC. Oh, ABC chart looks nice. Little I have setup not looked there. at Amerisource I like that little setup. Ooh, look at that. I like that little setup. I like how you have that little gap underneath you for support. You pulled back yesterday, cracked through that, recovered it towards the close. I'll be looking at that chart. doesn't look too bad. Yeah, these stocks double do bottom well there. In a recession too. They hold up well in a recession, so you do have to consider that. And again, I don't think it's you know in the last you know month where we've seen you know what look at what has rallied. It's been healthcare. It's been gold. Bitcoin has rallied because of the bank situation, and then you've had you know the mega cap tech, which is seen as defensive as well. So this market is still positioning themselves defensively, um, which you know, and then you look at the you know the other stocks which we were just going through. And, you know, mm -hmm. and obviously some of the growth names as well. And you keep thinking there's a catch-up trade, but maybe it's going to be the other way. Maybe the, the Kathy-type stocks are going to be going down and the catch-up trade is going to be the other way. There's separation. Yeah, I, I, I even tried to play Kathy yesterday. I got stopped out it pretty quickly, and I could see that. It doesn't it look as good as in two days yeah, ago. Yeah, the, the price action wasn't as good, and I could watch the price action. It just looked like it was fading a little bit more. Uh, so I just got rid of it. And another one that I got rid, I was like, I was like, should I maybe take a shot in? Like Unity had come back all the way to the daily support. I, I looked at that too. And then I and then I just was like, no, it just seems like the growth stocks don't want to go here. So a, I'm staying on the sideline. Yeah, it's still such mixed signals, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, I went full bearish and now I've kind of gone to neutral and I don't know what to think. I mean, yeah. it, it, I'm, I may regret, you know, going neutral here and maybe you should stay full bearish and maybe this is going to just turn it around. But there is a lot of companies not participating at all. In the recent rally, you know, let's just look and, you know, what are we talking about? The S&P has rallied from the March low. We'll go to March, you know, the 13th, which is approximately five and a half weeks ago. The S&P is up about 7% since then. There is a pile of companies that are actually down since then. Kohl's is down since then. So, and, and Macy's and Nordstrom are all down since then. You've got Ford, you know, which is down since that point. General Motors is down since then. I mean, these are big companies here. And then, you know, what's up since then? Well, gold. 
Gold is up since then. You know, this is their point. And you've got the big mega cap tech stocks. They are up since then. The Procter and Gambles and Johnson and Johnsons and more defense are up since then. But there is, you know, other stocks, even if you look at Kathy, Air KK, it's kind of the same spot. Did not participate at all. We know Tesla after its disappointing earnings is now down since then. I mean, this has not just been the tale of what rah rah bull bull in the S P. There's been a lot of stocks, half of them not participating in the recent rally. What does that mean? I don't know. Well, Nick looks juicy and Kathy just for the short side that I had, I didn't go after it yesterday, but I'm keeping a close eye. Roku, 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 Roku. Joel, look at those levels on Roku. <laughs> I hate Roku. I, I'm going to say that you're on, on the, the show daily. right now. I hate Roku. And I think it's hard it's to Tivo trade. Part two. I've it's been right about trade. this for a while here. It was $500 or $450. 400. I hate it all the way up and I hate it all the way down. Roku, I think you've consolidated here to go lower. So just my opinion, but I think Roku sets up well from the short side. It's just my opinion. I think you could see Roku as a $30 stock. Man, this thing. I'm calling. Making a call. No position. Roku, 30 bucks by the end of the year. Going through 60, Mitch. I wish we would have pulled this one up yesterday. Since the middle of March, man, you were holding 60, 60, 60. 60. You cracked it yesterday. Now I can see a wall forming, you know, former support, new resistance, and getting that big wall at 60, 60 and a quarter, you know, 60 and a half. The seller stepped down from 65. Things are open up here between 55 and 60. I think if you get a, a good, you know, whoosh in the market, a good, uh, a uh, good negative day, you could get it down to that 55 area. So that's a look at the Roku. Our what old. about Square? What about PayPal? Like, look at all these charts. And like people are just saying raging bull market. Not at all. Some stocks bull market. Some stocks bear market. This Square yeah. just can't get anything going. Every time it rallies, it's right back down. I mean, you're near the lows on SQ. You are near the lows. This is what doesn't keep me as bullish in Bitcoin as it, some others are. Well, Bitcoin has rallied because of the regional bank situation. If that escalates, and we aren't out of the woods yet, but the WAL earnings helped the other day. You know, the little bit of rally mm-hmm. in the regionals helped the other day. But we're not completely out of the woods. If the regional bank's situation escalates, that Bitcoin will rally. If it subsides, that Bitcoin starts to sell off. And I don't think it's a coincidence. Again, I'm going to say it. The WAL rally two days ago coincided very nicely with the highs really in bitcoin you know we've started selling off for two days since then so if you bring up bito wal rallies up and you know and you know people won't connect the dots but i'm connecting the dots here right now they're hiding in bitcoin all of a sudden the regionals don't look as bad and they start to sell off bitcoin so again bitcoin is also related to you know the tech stocks which have started to sell off some of them as well you know and the growthy tech names and tesla goes down it seems like bitcoin goes down too but I think there was a little bit there to connect the dots with the regional banks and the inverse correlation that we have been seeing between Bitcoin and the regionals. All right, team, let's go ahead. Let's get to our trade zero segment. We're going to do some earnings and we'll do some stocks from the gappers list. So let's get right to the action. All right, since we're talking about the regionals, let's get to Regionals Financial Corporation. Of course, uh, Regions Financial is up there towards 1920. Let's talk about their earnings that came in this morning. EPS at 62 cent misses the 66 cent estimate. Sales of 1.95 billion missed the 1.97 billion estimate. Um, I just to let you guys know, I got out of my KRE position yesterday. Just didn't feel like holding on to it. I thought it would maybe continue to run. Uh, so I just took the gains and ran out of the KRE. Didn't rally enough. Today. Yeah, it didn't, didn't rally, rally enough. enough. We've been yeah. saying above 45 on the KRE. And the WAL should have taken it there, but it didn't. And now it's now like pausing stuck. again. Yeah. So now you get concerned. So That's people are asking, you know, in the chat, <laughs> you know, I was long Schwab. Schwab worked out pretty well, um, but you know, then you know, it's it's pulled back too. And we rallied for two bucks off the WAL. There was a nice day trade off yeah. of the WAL. There was a good pop in a lot of little regional banks. FRC had a beautiful pop from twelve to fourteen off the WAL, and that was kind of predictable, you know. And that's why I was tweeting out: look for the regionals, the other regionals, to benefit from that WAL, and they did. But you know, all of a sudden they start leaking again. Is the lows in here? Maybe. 
it depends on whether we get any more failures. Would I be buying pullbacks? Well, maybe a 50, maybe. We're going to get a lot more information. Let's see how the rest of the regional bank earnings turn out. Yeah, this region's financial. If you could establish a 19 bid here, uh, poked its head over 19 yesterday, now trading flat. Just feel like if you can get some support, a little bit of base here at 19, work your way up. Not much between 19 and 20. Spoos just go green on the session here. Once again, that dip in the bottom end of the trading range. Again, 41.40 is the low. Now we're green on the session coming up on the pre-market look, high. Look at the rotation, though. Like, I bring this up. It's like a Christmas tree. Like, I've got the S&P all up here. It's half red, half green. I mean, you look at Apple and Microsoft and Meta down 1% collectively. Then you got Amazon, Google trading up here. Tesla has turned green here. It's it's rotation even within sectors, Joel. Like, it's it's absolutely incredible, the rotation here right now. Procter Gamble still leading the way. It's trading up, you know, off of their earnings report. But there's a lot of stocks red today. And there's a lot of stocks green. I mean, it's it's definitely just this mixed market rotation, even within sectors. It's pretty incredible. Why is Wish up today? Well, Wish, you know, <laughs> what did they do? They do a reverse. They did a huge reverse split. Yeah, and then right? it sold off from the reverse split. It sold off fifty percent. Now, it oh my lord! Like, oh look oh. at the rally. Oh, I mean, these stocks. It, it, the the all-time high is now $1,000. So if you're going to tell me it's a huge rally from 7 to 8, I mean, there's a lot Can of you people really do this? Can you split and then announce a share repurchase program? Have you ever went to that website? Bring up the website right now. And we did this exercise, I think, a couple of years ago, and people were all getting on Wish. And I was like, oh, man. You see, me and Christian Fromhertz were talking about this website. I mean, it looks like it's straight out of the 80s. And they didn't have websites in the 80s. So, I mean, let's, that's not, a, that's not a compliment. Here. I mean, this website, like this is like, this is like the website. I need like, this, this right is now. Like, looks like some. I don't. Two dollars. I need this. Can't I need they this. do it better? This website <laughs> is horrible. It, it. This is. This is what you call China goods, right? Let's just be honest, right? Well, which isn't Chinese, though, is it? It is. It is. Oh, it is. It is. It, I it, like, know. I don't follow the company. Like a lot now. of these products are going to be what. They're going to be brought to you by over in the east. Maybe India's bringing some manufacturing. I guess too. you get some deals. Uh, how can how can they sell something for horrible. zero? How can you sell something for zero? Look at this, forty-seven cents. Well, like, how do you get deal. this? Oh, 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 it's not as good. <laughs> well, they get some good deals though. <laughs> yeah, they get really good deals. I probably man. shop there, but I'm not buying the stock. <laughs> you might have to there. also. You have to wait like like two months to receive these goods i've actually ordered something i've ordered a light just because i was like you Did know you? what it was a cheap light like huge like light i was like you know what i'll order it and i'll see how long it takes it took it took like a full month to, to actually get to the house so did it work yeah it worked and it was cheap okay. it was like let's say like let's say it gave me like 70 80 discount if i would have bought it here in the states so Hey, that's how it is, team. We'll see what happens there on Wish. It's this up has today. This is just a horrible investment for a lot of people for a very long time. I mean, you're down like 90. If you bought this in 2021, yeah. you're down 99% on your money and you're never getting it back. So Let's go is to it going to. Stocks don't go straight to zero and they do these reverse splits and they keep themselves floating here. But this is, you know, and is it could it go up, you know, to 8, 12, 15? Sure. But long run here, the trend is definitely not your friend. We got the train coming in, man. The train, CSX. Let's take a look here. EPS, 48 cents. <laughs> the bells and whistles. He don't even 43 need cents. He makes his own bells and whistles. You see that? I don't even know. I don't even know. Look, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Let's go, baby. That's Let's good. see it. I'm CSX impressed. here. Uh, getting up there to 32, 38. We'll see what happens. I saw the railroads yeah. getting pretty strong yesterday. I don't know what the hell's going on in the railroads, but nice little push up. Is it because there's no bad news coming out, maybe? Remember all the bad news that came out with the derailing, yeah. Derailing, all that. So maybe just no bad news giving a little lift. What do you think? I think I'm throwing it to you because this one's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, Uh, you got no, I got a nice pop. Uh, CSX on the dailies, uh, pre market high 3230. You got a quad of highs right there at 32.40. So I'm giving that uh, major resistance if it gets up there again. Coming back on the downside, if you want to try and buy it at the top of yesterday's range, you might be able to do that at 31.21.
All right, we'll see what happens there in CSX. All right, there's another one here. Um, what about the losers? Did we do the losers? Yeah, oh, we, we looked at that. That was a lot of no, a bunch of fast. tech names. Tech names. Uh, Target, and I started seeing Costco get above 500 yesterday. I don't know if you guys caught that. This Target move. shirt looks heavy, Joel. Oh, Costco gosh. above 500, <laughs> but Walmart gave a little lift above the mm. 150s. So I'm watching these uh, kind of discount stores. They've been going higher. Some of these, BJ also not looking too bad. That's been starting to make a move. I like the Costco 500 move yesterday. I missed this one, but man, I was watching it on live trading right before it started going through the 498s. And oh, and look where it stopped too. Yeah, just at that. Oh, look at that 510 area. Um, but um, is that is Costco the stock that uh, that we're taking is um, we're taking a look at? That was like yeah, we could, do, we could do we could do we just did oh discount stores. We we can do Target, Man. Costco, mm. and maybe Walmart. I keep it all different. Yeah, they all look yep. different, which yeah. is crazy because I pair trade them all together. But this Target looks like it's ready to break down, and Walmart looks like it's ready to break out. <laughs> How is this possible on these charts? Look at the Target. Look at the one sixty just hanging, it's hanging, huge. hanging, hanging. They should move together, but they don't report earnings here for a while either. But you remember that they are some of these companies are prone to give guidance ahead of time, so just be careful there. Costco always does the same sort of sales, but the, the Walmart chart looks better than the, than the Target one. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. uh, five ten to five twelve is a big area for uh, for the Costco if you rally again, and uh, the the Target is uh, range round two between one sixty and one sixty three. So uh, take it with that. I didn't look at the Walmart chart. Boom, boom, I like boom. that recovery. Looks like it's looking to break out too. What a mixed market, mixed yep. in the S and P. Yep. Yep. Mitch, when you come back in one week from Monday, S and P's are going to be at forty-one fifty and a quarter. We're going uh -oh. nowhere, you, man. You know what the best play might be? <laughs> the best play might the just straddle, be baby. covered call rating. It might just be the best play. Um, I got my QQQ yeah. position, and I wrote covered calls. Um, Selling some premium. There's good premium. It was. I don't know where it is now. So I wrote a month ago, and I had it was Q's were at 310, and I basically wrote the three. I think I was Q's were at like 308 or 309, and I wrote the 308s or 309s, and I got $17 to go out two and a half months, Joel. 17 points. <laughs> you think yeah. about that. And that was at the money at the time. So if you think about it, and maybe the premiums are coming down because the VIX has dropped since then. But yeah. you annualize that, you're like, that's 60 bucks, you know, 70 bucks a year because it's two and a half months on 300. I mean, that's pretty good dang premium on an indice. So yeah, I don't know. Premium. Yeah. Okay. And again, I'm the VIX has come here. down since then, so I'm not sure you can get those premiums now. But maybe the covered call rating is still the way to go. And if we, if we get some spikes in the VIX, it'll be the way to go. All right, I'm going to hop here. I'll let you guys finish up. Uh, Mitch, I'm going to check in with you around 11. Uh, everyone, have a good trading day. Also, have a good weekend. Back with you on Monday. All right, Joel's hopping out of here. We're going to start yep. getting towards the market, like always, team. I will let you guys know I'm going to be out all next week, so I don't we, know how you're going to do, do the bells it. And whistles? I, I don't know who's going to be sounding the train out here, but um, it, you guys will have some fun. Joel Alconin running the show. <laughs> Get ready, team. <laughs> Mitch, enjoy. Enjoy the vacation. Take the swing trades off. Here's some unsolicited yes. advice. Yes. Yes. Take the swing trades off. Take the day trades off. Mm -hmm. Clear your mind. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy the cruise. Enjoy your family. This, this is why Make I think nothing cruise... about the markets for a week. Cruise is kind of one of the top trades for uh, cruise is one of the top vacations for traders because when you get on the boat, right, you just put that phone away. Don't buy the internet and just leave it there. Just leave it there. Hey, you don't need to touch it, right? Because like, I know if you guys are like me, when I normally vacation and I go somewhere like a hotel, let's say if I went to LA here and had a vacation there, well, yeah, I would in the morning, you know, go to the bathroom, you know, you're just like, what's up with the spy? <laughs> But yeah, this is not what we're going to do. We're going to enjoy it. We'll see you guys over on live trading. I still got some trading to do. I got to make some money for the cruise. 
We'll find out how I do today. Dennis, what are you going to be looking at? A little bit of a tech turnaround Options, maybe? Options expiration. So remember the open and the close, you can get some good price movement Wicked. there. Sometimes the stock will open too high. If they open too high relative to where I deem fair value is, I short them. They open too low relative to where I deem fair value is. I buy them. I try to avoid the new stocks. And the same thing on the close. They close too high. I short them. They close too low. I buy them. Sometimes there's nothing burgers. I'd say three. I'd say like, Three times a year on these options expiration, you get some pretty good moves. And the other nine, you get nothing burgers. So always good to play them. I mean, it doesn't hurt to put your order out there. You filled, you get filled, you don't, you don't. But sometimes, you know, these filled, these orders, you get some pretty good fills on the open on some of these options expiration days. All right. We'll see what happens. Like always, you guys can keep up with left handed trading today. Left handed trading. Trader, the left hand. Left handed trading. The right baby. hand is not supposed to be doing much, although I have been typing a little bit. You, you, you so keep that on the side. You the keep left that on the side. Handed trading. Yeah, I know. I got to tie it down and then click. It's really weird, man. When you're right-handed and you try to click a mouse with the left hand, eh. you do some weird stuff. I might actually hit the buy button instead of the sell button. So No, you might be right-clicking a lot. That's what might happen. <laughs> <laughs> you see the right-click? Yeah, no, it's left-click, Dennis. Left-click. Yeah, okay. I got to switch it right. It's a left-click <laughs> to X. The middle the finger. Right the click, middle. So. You got to give it the middle finger, oh, essentially. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you see next you time. Smash the like. We're going to bring you out over to live trading. Catch what we're doing on, of course. We got Ryan Faluna in the house, myself. I'll be getting after the market. Let's see what I can get into. I'm going to look to try to take some profits, of course, in that meta trade. I also got a couple more that I can talk about, but you guys can find out more, of course, on live trading. Just come over. You don't got to go anywhere. You can also just put us in the background. I think live trading is one of those shows that even if you just listen to the audio, you'll get something out of it. We'll see you guys over there. Hit the like, and let's keep it going.